Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Singapore's inflation that rose across the board in January but came in slightly under economists' estimates. Consumer prices in Singapore rose at a faster pay or faster pace in the first month of 2023, pushed up by Chinese New Year buying and the higher goods and services tax that had just kicked in. Headline consumer price index or overall inflation also edged up on the back of higher accommodation inflation as well. So joining us on the phone today to help break down all of this is Selena Ling, who's the head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. Selena, welcome to the show. Thank you, Hongbin. Hi. Okay, so let's start with, you know, core inflation that rose 5.5% year on year in January and headline consumer price index or overall inflation that edged up to 6.6%. What do you make of these figures? Were they in line with your expectations? Okay, actually, both the headline and the core inflation is a pickup from the December pace, mm. but it's slightly below my forecast. Okay. So um, I think the key thing to focus on really, I think core inflation remains very sticky. Mm-hmm. And I think we basically have to brace ourselves that, you know, we may not get much relief on the inflation front, mm. at least for the next couple of months. Okay, okay. So what does this mean now for consumers and markets? I think if you look at what was driving inflation, um, mm-hmm. food inflation is one, but we also basically had services, especially retail and other goods, uh, also coming in uh, on the higher side in terms of uh, price increases. So some of these would be like your outpatient services, your mm-hmm. tuition and other types of fees. And I think generally uh, we probably will not expect core inflation to subside so fast. Mm. I think the first quarter of this year probably will still see core inflation above the 5% handle year on year. Okay, okay. And MAS and MTI, they said they expect core inflation um, to stay above that 5% year on year in the first quarter of 2023 and that it will remain elevated for the first half of this year. When do you expect inflation to ease here in Singapore? I think we may get a good chance of uh, core inflation coming off uh, from the second quarter onwards. Mm -hmm. But it's probably going to be at a very gradual pace Mm. because we recognize that actually the local labor market remains very tight, which pressures are still there. Mm -hmm. And because demand has been fairly resilient, a lot of firms are still fairly confident about passing on a lot of the accumulated cost increases they have seen, whether it's on the manpower front Mm. or in terms of raw materials and other costs onto, you know, basically people like you and me, Mm -hmm. which is why I think we will probably still see core prices rise year on year, Mm. except that it's not going to rise at such a fast pace as what we have been seeing in this uh, recent months. Mm, I see, I see. So what are some of the factors that are keeping Singapore's inflation so elevated? Well, it's a combination of two things. I think one is that, um, you know, for global commodity prices Mm -hmm. like uh, electricity, and also food prices, although they appear to have peaked last year, but it still remains fairly elevated. Mm. And the second thing really is on the domestic cost front, because like I mentioned, the labour market is very tight, so there's a lot of uh, you know wage uh, trying to keep pace with what's happening on the inflation front. Mm-hmm. And because people are still spending, um, that gives uh, firms you know the confidence to try and uh, raise prices. And then plus, we've had this uh, one percentage point GST hike. Um, that's also adding mm-hmm. a little bit to the sticker price shock. Mm. Um, so overall, I think you know accommodation demand and also the car prices 
will remain fairly firm in the coming months. I see, I see. And, you know, central banks across the world, they're trying to tame their own inflation. So what can we expect from the MAS now? Can we expect further tightening in April? Well, I think if you mention the uh, um, major central banks around the world, mm-hmm. I mean, generally the team seems to be higher for longer because of right. uh, up inflation and sticky inflation. So it's a very similar story, I would say, for the MES. We mm-hmm. have to brace for fairly sticky core inflation, at least for the first half of this year. Mm. So the risk, I think, uh, that's still on the table, really, is that MES may tighten monetary policy again. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of the actual form, uh, it is possible that they will consider a recentering. I mean, if you look at the senior, mm-hmm. uh, trade-weighted-wise, we are still trading uh, around uh, 1.5% right. on the stronger side of the band. Mm-hmm. So how much further do you expect them to continue on this tightening circle? When will they need to ease? Well, you know, MES was one of the early front runners well, mm-hmm. when they started tightening monetary side, uh, policy back in uh, October 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say we are fairly late cycle already. I would say that, you know... Um, it's possible that they do uh, one more. And I think after that, it really comes down to being very data dependent, mm-hmm. watching whether the headline and the core inflation numbers come off significantly in the second half of this year. Mm-hmm. I would say never say never to when they will pivot. Mm-hmm. But I think at this juncture, it may be a little bit premature mm-hmm. to consider uh, an easing. Um, I think that's really probably not a 2023 story yet. Mm-hmm. So barring a very, very significant slowdown, you know, a hard landing kind of scenario for the global and domestic economy, I don't think an easing is on the cards for Singapore. Mm, I see, I see. But if, if they continue to tighten, I assume there are risks that remain as well? I think if you look at the growth forecast for the Singapore economy, mm-hmm. the official is forecast is for 05 to 2.5%. So not really an outright recession risk per se. Okay. Um, of course, things could go south from here. But generally, if you look at major economies like the US and Europe, they look like they are tilting towards a soft landing story. And then if you throw China's reopening in, uh, mm-hmm. I think we will probably be looking for really more like a soft landing rather than a hard landing story. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably means that they don't really have to overreact uh, at this juncture. Mm, okay, okay. And last week, Singapore announced its budget 2023, and that was also intended to help Singaporeans deal with inflation. But with this inflation rate today, will the budget be enough? I think they have already taken uh, a lot of these inflation uh, projections into their stride. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, MAS and MTI kept their full year inflation forecast you know, to mm-hmm. 5.5 and 6.5 for headline, 3.5 to 4.5 for the core inflation, and they are retaining this uh, forecast. Mm. So I don't think that they, there is a knee-jerk reaction to have to respond further mm-hmm. uh, on the inflation front. In fact, they have been very generous in the $3 billion additional top-up to the assurance package already. Mm-hmm. So I think they will basically be very watchful. Um, they are expecting that there is still some upside inflation risk. Mm. But I think the expectation, uh, unless uh, you know the inflation pressures don't really come off in the second half, then that could be a trigger for a reconsideration. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Selena, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Selena Ling, who's the head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.